Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estates. And I'm Madison Kilmer, a local realtor here in the Winchester, Northern Virginia area. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be informed, savvy real estate consumers in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, I noticed a little something different about (laughs) what you shared in the beginning. Yes, as a co-host, Miss Madison. Yes. Um, And yes, it is an ever-changing market. And therefore, there are ever-changing things that happen in the market, including realtors. Yes. So um, explain to us what is happening here because you might have some announcements to make. So earlier this week, I did announce on my Instagram that I have moved to EXP Realty. Um, For a lot of people, they've asked, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, there's a lot in store. I'm still trying to figure out a lot of it, but it means that I still love Winchester. I've grown up here, and I think from the podcast and anyone that knows me, they know that I will always love Winchester. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe it's such a strong market, but I do want to branch out a little bit Mm -hmm. and hopefully tackle the Northern Virginia area a little bit. Yeah. Um, As scary as that is, the stats are really promising, and I think it's a great opportunity for me to grow. So I so am going to see tackle the Northern Virginia area. Mm-hmm. That means like physically locate, relocating to Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the plan is, is because anybody that knows me knows my whole family is here, nieces and nephews. I spend at least multiple days a week with my family, um, that I will never go far. But I have been looking at some part-time jobs in Northern Virginia Uh and some places to possibly rent um, with the goal of still owning here in Winchester and turning that into a rental. So I'll always have a house to come Mm -hmm, back to. mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, I will not be far. I will still be here. Um, and hopefully the Northern Virginia market isn't as scary as what it's been cracked out to be. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people there, a yes. much greater population. So there's two components to what I'm hearing you say. So you're mm-hmm. physically moving to the Northern Virginia. Then you said something about EXP Realty. And yes, mm-hmm. we certainly would love to maintain you here with us at Icon Real Estate, but there is benefit and value to working with an organization that has an office based where you live base where you're going to be marketing for your clientele and all that stuff. So yes. EXP Realty, we don't need to get into the weeds of that, but tell us about where where that kind of came from. What does it look like to work for a different real estate organization? Um, so the transfer process is a little bit complicated. Uh, so I started with having to get my broker's license transferred over, mm-hmm. um, speak with their broker. It's complete opposite of icon um it's like a 180 i'm going so this is an international brokerage Mm -hmm. um they have brokers in every single state they have a huge referral program um and then like i said they're definitely located more in the northern virginia area Mm -hmm. rather than here um so i went to high school with someone his name is kyle and he introduced me to exp um And I just did some research. I went to a seminar with my brother before I got licensed, actually, Mm -hmm. hosted by them. Uh, And I just saw an opportunity to to grow my career. So 
Time to do it. Now I'm here. I get it. Well, with that being said, I will say that whenever you are here in the local area, you're invited to be a part of our podcast. Thank you. So you are not <laughs> leaving the Iconic Talk podcast. Yes. Just leaving um, the general area and working with a different company. And what that brings is going to be some variety of just conversations and clients and things that we would still want to hear from you. So having said all that, um, there certainly is a a sad component of you moving on, but you get a chance to grow and branch out and have new experiences and then bring them back to us and share what you hear and see in Northern Virginia. So Madison's going to be bringing a Northern Virginia perspective to our conversations in the future, which I'm excited about. Um, Our conversation today, though, doesn't begin and end with Madison moving. There's something about the moving process as a whole Mm -hmm. that I think you, our listening audience, can benefit from. And um, before we go into introducing our guest today, what are you processing and thinking through in a move potentially? Like, where's all your stuff located? And are you ready to like pack it up and just hit the road an hour and a half away? No. (laughs) What does that look like for you? I'm dreading it. (laughs) I honestly, I'm back and forth of just ordering a bunch of Ikea boxes and having them there Mm -hmm. and just leaving my stuff here. Mm -hmm. Packing is horrible. Packing is horrible. And um, some older buildings do not have elevators. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be a deal breaker for me. Yep. Um, my poor parents have moved me more times than I can count. And I think that they're, they're done with that. Yeah. My dad just had his 61st birthday and he likes to remind me very often that he cannot do this (laughs) for much longer. (laughs) And Matthew's back is conveniently always so sore when I need moving. So, um, looks like I might be hiring some people. There's something to (laughs) attempting to move yourself. And then there's something to what is a professional offer? And we have had this guest on the show before, one of our very first episodes, um, John I with Mover Dudes, and he is a pro's pro. Um, if you want to go back, all of where kind of the background um, of his career, how it came from, and um, we're going to use him to not talk about kind of the overall background of the explanation of where Mover Dudes came from, but talk about the current um, market of the moving industry and some tips. So, Madison, you get a chance to get some tips from the expert here today. I need it. Because uh, he will explain what to think through before you move, what to think through during your move, and and the reasons of what, kind of the pros and cons of what hiring a professional will do. Yeah. And um, so, this is my conversation. I just had to separately, Madison, you unfortunately were not a part of it. We would have loved to have had you there. But here is the conversation I had with the pro, mover dude, John I. Well, hey there, John. How are you? Thanks so much for being here on the episode today. Um, can you believe? You're I, welcome. I, thank. I'm, yes, I gotta hear. <laughs> gotta hear from you directly. <laughs> you are here. You know, it's cool because looking back, it was episode ten that you were on almost two years ago, and wow. it's been a while. And so it speaks to the longevity of the podcast, but how things. There's different cycles and seasons, and it makes sense to have you back on to just give us a take on what's going on. So for anybody that wants to learn more about John, go to listen to that episode, because um, you'll hear us talk about soccer and hear us talk about the history of movies and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just um, 
real quick, just give us a quick summary of, um, you know, the the moving industry, um, because we already heard earlier from um, our, our beginning section of how our friend uh, co-host here, Madison, is moving, and you know, it's stressful. Okay. Very. And so, what you know, what's happening in the moving industry right now, um, as a whole. I'm curious of um, you know what you see out there as a professional mover. Um, it's very, a lot of similarities from year to year, but then you have the odd changes that you can't really understand why they happen. One of the things that I notice a lot is the last minute request for services. Hmm. It seems like it's gotten more and more delayed. It used to be, and maybe it was, the information was provided to the client of the urgency to reach out to a service provider uh, in the moving industry, uh, you know, a month or more in advance. But also, I'm sure you can attest to this in real estate, houses are moving quick. Mm-hmm. So you don't even, even if you had the ability to reach out and, and get that information or, or get, you know, get the quotes and get, get on somebody's books quickly, you don't even really have that option because you'd have to do it before you even list your house because they sell so quick. But mm-hmm. we're seeing that being a trend that even a week before we're getting large moves, not just small apartment moves, but we're getting large moves calling us to move the next week. That so also, people aren't, aren't planning, basically? They're either not planning or <laughs> they just don't have time to plan. Uh, I, 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 yeah. It, some of it's education for sure, but even if it's clients that we've moved before that have clearly done this uh, been through this this um, rodeo before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's that's a a thing I see a lot, mm. um, and it also makes us a little nervous in the industry if we have some openings in the schedule at the end of the month and we're like, "Well, what's going on? Is mm-hmm. this a trend? Are things starting to slow down?" And all of a sudden, like the week before, boom! It's like we're way, you know there, there's so much volume happening still. It's interesting you say that because part of this conversation is hopefully meant to educate the people listening absolutely to remove some of those disconnects of people being, you know, not prepared or sure. not having their ducks in a row or being, you know, procrastinators, whatever the reasons are of why they're not contacting a moving, right. moving company right off the bat. So part of the education process also is to just learn about the industry. You know, we've had conversations on the side about how, how you move and what you, what goes into, the, the trucking business and how you can really cruise all around the whole country. Yet you mover dudes are home base here in Winchester. Correct. Um, thankfully, and I will tell and attest to the story. You helped move my grandmother, mm-hmm. um, from Florida here to Virginia. We've talked about her several times on this podcast. And since she moved here, she's, she's been doing great. But so you were able to help, um, me with my grandmother who had stuff in Florida, move her up here. What goes into behind the scenes world of the industry to where you can do that for me? Because yeah, you have trucks here, but you have partnerships all around the country. Correct. And, and is, I think maybe speak to that part of the industry of, of how you network with other people to make a move happen, but still be in the name of mover dudes. So the two um, most specific terms in the industry are independent companies and van lines. Uh, and independent company means you have your own operating authority. However, if you're, if you're part of a van line, you may also still have your own operating authority, which the operating authority I'm referring to is an interstate authority that allows you to move someone from one state to another. Okay. 
with with being a part and choosing to kind of go away from an independent status and work with the van line allows you to work with every moving company which is basically like an independent company in their area allows you to work with them through the main uh main van line hub kind of okay. kind of like a a real estate agent to their broker. Mm-hmm. So if, if you thought, thought about a nationwide age, uh, broker, how they can kind of work together, maybe they would call another um, agent from a local another, office from yeah. a different town, something like that. And, mm-hmm. and you, would, you would think kind of like a, um, a fraternal order of, uh, of, of the United States, you know, some sort of right. um, brotherlyhood or sisterlyhood, however uh, the right term is there, um, that when you do reach out and try to find a shipment in a place that you're going to, uh, they're really eager to help you. Mm-hmm. And that's in the industry. And so being able to link those destination trips um, to bring you back to origin are, is really important because that's one of the ways that the cost can be you know, more you know, easier to swallow. Because if you have to haul a shipment to California, and you're just moving a bedroom set out there, it's gonna cost you a ton of money unless mm-hmm. unless the company can work together to be able to make sure they fill up that truck and also make it back. And so that's one of the situations. Mo- so if somebody's moving here from Winchester to California, right. um, you're gonna help reduce their costs by Correct. partnering with other van lines Correct. to get them there at a more partner, reasonable cost. Partner with other, so there's, there's 400 companies like mover dudes mm. around the United States, just in our group, which is called Wheaton Van Lines. Mm. <clears throat> Actually, it's called the Wheaton Group. Mm-hmm. So all of us are independent, and, or all of us are privately owned, and then we use this hub called Wheaton to book shipments into, and then we have a board that we can pick off of, and we know that we're all, we all follow the same, uh, the same criteria mm-hmm. and have the, you know, all of our trucks have to be inspected at certain times. It's basically a really good guideline. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the, the FMCSA, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, requires us to follow and have certain um, you know, stuff done to our trucks to make sure that they're safe and mm-hmm. that you know, it's important, especially if you're hauling your prized possessions across the country, you want to, you want to get them there. Right. You don't want them to be mixed with some fuel, or some other hazardous material. So there's right. all sorts of regulations, but being a part of a big group, there's re- there's standards and guidelines um, that we all follow. So that's way that way you get the same service across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so how does that? You know, one of the ways that that is beneficial between using different independent moving companies is that you really never know what you're going to expect, what you're going to get. So your expectations could really be off, and that's even on a local basis. One of the reasons to keep your loyalty to the company that you've that you've used before because using somebody else locally may provide the same service but then again you might get a completely different type of service Hmm. so instead of i don't know what would prevent somebody from just googling and researching moving company from winchester to california and and wheaton might come up or 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 another random company might come up what's the benefit of using somebody local or somebody that you know, would and have even, that ability. And even not just using somebody local where you're moving from. Okay. Um, but also thinking about one of the biggest things that consumers don't really think about is it could be beneficial to you both cost wise and also maybe even service wise. Because if you call, uh, 
where you're going to to get a service provider mm -hmm. you're moving into that community that company that is based out of that community wants their community to be to be strong they want to do right by their people not like that shouldn't be an inherent thing in all companies yeah, sure. everywhere but that's a that's a that's a big deal if i'm bringing you to winchester i want you to have a wonderful experience because i want to work with you as you stay in winchester mm -hmm. the rest of your life mm -hmm. you know especially when people move about 11 times in their lifetime that's just mm. an average mm -hmm. uh you know it's and and on a local basis people move about 50 percent of the time locally and then from state to state over their lifetime that's probably about 20 percent that that um, americans move from state to state to you know search for other jobs mm -hmm. or things like that so it is helpful and beneficial to to use a local company of the city that you're moving to or from i think it's best to get to focus on local, whether it's on, a, on an interstate move, to focus on reaching out to a local company. And when you spoke earlier about searching for right. a service provider, right. it's really important to make sure that you're searching for someone that actually is in that area, that you, whether the, in, in the area that you're moving from mm -hmm. or in the area that you're moving to, because otherwise it could just be a broker okay. in the industry that's completely different than than a van line or an independent company. A broker is, they don't have trucks, they don't have movers, they don't have drivers. They just have a lot of money to spend mm. on Google campaigns or mm -hmm. <laughs> online pay-per-click campaigns. Mm -hmm. So you see them pop up and you say, oh look, cheapest movers, best movers, click on that. And then you, who knows where the call is coming from, probably a big city somewhere. And they're just they're just quoting a price out there, and and they put it on their board and hope that all those independents and all the other companies out there that don't have tonnage within their own groups um, go to them to to get additional tonnage. Hmm. The thing is, if they if they're not able to provide a service provider for you, I mean, I, truthfully, the day before or maybe even a couple of days, if they're a good broker, they'll tell you that they don't have someone to pick you up. So then it's on your on your own and in a situation like that which happens too often and and citizens don't know that that's you know that's what they're going through the situation that happens that then they're they're ha they're forced to find a local company uh -huh. to help them at least get out of the house yeah maybe put it in storage or something like that but if you just start with local whether okay. whether it's in your own community or where you're going to then you'll get the service that you need because it is a huge need. It's very time sensitive. It, it, you know, when, when, when the new owners are ready to move into the house, you can't oh, just be sitting it's there. Time. And sit. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. very like, scheduling. I'm sure is a huge challenge. It is. But when it comes to what a customer should look for in mm -hmm. a moving company, Obviously, the first thing they're going to talk about is price. Right, <laughs> that's what everybody wants to know. But then, the but then the the level of um, skill, the level of service. What else should somebody be looking for? You know, besides just googling, you know, movers closer to me, and yep. you know, when they're potentially interviewing and they're saying, "Give me a quote for my stuff." What else, What are some of the little hidden things that in a moving company a customer should look for that would make them stand out? It's so to, the information that you wouldn't be able to get online, obviously online, you want to see their, their reputation, their reviews. Um, if, if you know anyone within your community, you want to ask around for mm -hmm. sure. Referrals. And referral and yep. word of mouth because yep. it's really important to know 
in a, in the service industry, if you're hiring someone in the service industry, how, what somebody else's experience was of someone who you trust, because mm-hmm. you can't necessarily trust Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I'm plugging them so much right now, but <laughs> you can't really trust, can't trust them. Sure. Yeah. yeah you exactly. can't trust search engines to give you the information that you need. So you really want to look um, at or, or you know, word of mouth, find out. But when you do call, you want to ask the specific questions. We want to ask where where they're located, mm-hmm. and in some cases, you may you know, on average like one person a month may mm-hmm. want to come see us. But we usually go to the client. But we can go okay. to the client in person, or we can virtually um, meet with the client okay. online. So those are, and the virtual part has really um, grown since um, since two thousand mm-hmm. and two thousand twenty. Two thousand twenty. Thank go. you. Yes. Twenty more years COVID. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, not Y2K. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So it's, it's really grown and people are more comfortable with it. Plus it allows the flexibility. People are so busy in their lives. So if, if it's hard to schedule a time to meet with someone, you can do the virtual type of um, estimate uh, at whenever you want. Mm. And so that's really convenient. But even with that, you still want to ask the right questions. Like where are you guys located? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and make sure that they are local where you are, where you're going to. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that would be one of the biggest red flags is if, if they don't, if the service provider is not able to provide that information, then you want to be a little leery mm-hmm. because you'll, it's easy to be pulled in because the price could be much better with a broker hmm. because that's their goal. Their goal is to give you the lowest price that you would be able to find, but you have to change. I mean, it's, it's like Russian roulette, you know, you're, you're booking at the lowest price, but there's a, you know, a 50%, I don't know the exact percentage, but there's a very high chance that no one will show up on moving day. Yes. So you need to somehow be assured that they're going to say what they do. They do what they say they're going to do. Right. <laughs> that they provide the service in a timely manner at the right cost. Right. Um, and there's plenty of people out there just summarizing what I hear you saying that will just lowball and the offer to yeah. get the business mm-hmm. and then lock you in and then you're left stranded. And there's, and with that too, even on a local, even choosing a local service provider, you also want to make sure you're understanding how the quote is coming out because mm. you may be deciding what you're going to take and what you're going to do. One of the biggest things is most people want to bring the cost down and pack their own, like, you know, pack their dishes, pack mm-hmm. their books. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really means, and when it comes to a, a, safe, a safe move, everything gets put in boxes except for the furniture. And that's a really important thing to know uh, be, and to know if it's being priced correctly and making sure that you're providing that information to the service provider because otherwise the cost can extremely go up. So let's so, talk more about that. Let's yeah. talk about costs mm-hmm. because you're, you're mentioning a couple options that is kind of like, maybe this is a misnomer that people can save money if they pack themselves. People might also say, um, you know, give me the, give me the lowest price possible. You know, maybe I'll move some of the stuff myself because I'll be driving down the road behind you. Maybe people are thinking, uh, you know, well, I, I just uh, really, I see, I'm just coming yeah, up people, with stuff some, off the top of my head. Some people say, can I load the truck? There you go. Can Let you me save some money. Yeah. Right. What goes into the costs because I'm going to throw out a big word for you, insurance. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you're paying for professional, mm-hmm. you are expecting the items to arrive the same way that when you said goodbye to them and put them on the truck. Correct. Um, so there is a level of additional cost that you are um, paying for 
Because if I, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going to move myself from Winchester to California and I pack up the truck myself and I drive down the road myself and I arrive, it's on me if my family heirloom china piece is broken. And if you put it in the box, it is on you. Uh-huh. And- so then the difference of the moving professional, walk us through kind of what that level, what insurance plays a role in the quote? Very, it's a very good question. Sometimes we want to care for our own delicate things ourselves because we know what we're capable of. We don't necessarily know what somebody else is capable of, even if they're a professional. Mm-hmm. You know, these when it comes to our prized possessions, we they're very near and dear to us. So a lot of times we want to handle them ourselves, even in the event that we do pack everything up, our, uh, that a, a client packs up their own items. Those items are not protected whatsoever unless there's a catastrophic damage. Um, or if there's damage to the box where it looks like it fell off the truck or mm-hmm. something like that, there mm-hmm. is no coverage for what's inside of that of that box. Um, there's coverage in in the catastrophic situation, like mm-hmm. a truck were to, you know, God forbid, go up in flames or something like mm-hmm. that. There's coverage for that. But uh, when it when you hire a service provider to do those do the packing of the boxes, all of that is 100% covered. Mm-hmm. Um, with and there's different levels of what is called valuation, okay, which is another really important term for people to understand. Valuation is similar to, it's not, but it is similar to warranty, mm. um, and it's not insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, every legal moving company is required to carry insurance, and that's another thing that you gotta be careful with too, is that if you, you can get a random company coming out there that doesn't have insurance for their employees or for your items. So it's, when we when we pack everything into boxes, you know we do it every day. I mean, we have a we have a team that that's all they do, mm. and so, and they've been doing it for longer than I've had the company, which has been since two thousand six, almost you know a little over seventeen years. Mm-hmm. So, um, our our team, our main pack team, uh, has done it for over twenty years, and they know what they're doing. They can do it quick, uh, which keeps the cost down. They also do it very safely, and when. Um, during, you know, you have an option during your move to choose a certain level of, of valuation. Okay. And it, um, I, I refer to it like warranty because when you go to Best Buy or someplace like that and you buy a laptop and they ask you, Hey, for X amount, you can have coverage for two years or whatever. Um, the valuation in our industry covers up like over and above. So it's kind of like insurance, but you know, and you have a deductible that you can choose, and that's a very important thing to select because it's it, it we want to go above and beyond, you know, and that's what mm-hmm. most local companies will want to do, even if it's not what we're required to do by law when it comes to taking care of a piece that is damaged in a move. Like we want to take care of it because we want you to be happy. We don't want to say, hey, you know, this is all we have to provide. You know, because this is this is our, our legal requirement is to provide sixty cents per pound per article, which what does that mean? I don't I, exactly. I, I don't know. It it, it means uh, very little coverage, but okay. that's our requirement. Now you can get additional valuation, which will. So valuation, mm-hmm. I, I won't cut you off, but just who determines that? That's the customer. Okay. Yeah, there is. So a, you, the moving company, are going to rely on the customer to say that my family heirloom costs correct. five thousand dollars. Correct. It's it's up to the customer to choose. I mean, let's talk insurance. Mm-hmm. You can insure your sedan, 
your 2020 sedan, let's use like 2010 sedan. Mm -hmm. You can insure it for a million dollars if you want to. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the insurance company would be glad to take that. But when it comes (laughs) down to a claim, they're only going to pay out the value of that claim. Mm -hmm. So it is important for someone to kind of understand what their items are worth. Uh, and I mean, it's even helpful for them to have a, a spreadsheet or a history of that just for their own personal use in Mm. case something were to ever happen in their Mm. home, you know, with Mm. homeowners insurance, they, you you would have to do the same thing. The homeowners insurance isn't going to come in and say, well, you live in a 3000 square foot house. So your items are worth X. Mm -hmm. Now there are averages just like we have an average of, of how much 20,000 pounds of, of household goods is worth, but you and I and, and, and the person to the left would know that each home has many different items in it. So an average is really not what you want to go with. Mm-hmm. So you do select which level you want. And a lot of people will say, okay, well, I have a bunch of this stuff is replaceable and don't really care about it. But there's quite a few items that they do really care about. And, that, and you can get valuation just to cover those items. Mm. It doesn't have to be specific. And you... you um, if something were to get damaged that you didn't care about, you didn't have, you don't have to process the claim for it, but it's just, it's important to choose the right amount. Don't over value it cause you pay more money for that. But it's the cost. Once again, back to the cost savings, you can save a couple hundred bucks by not choosing anything, you know, any type of coverage whatsoever, but it's peace of mind. Just like you're hiring a, mo- you're hiring a professional mm-hmm. uh, in this, in, in this conversation, you're hiring a moving company to, take all the stress away. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one of the things that helps with that is, is across the board. Like if you have the packing done for you, if you have the moving done for you, if you have the valuation to cover everything, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people, what's important for people to think about what's, I mean, I don't know if you can spit this number not to put you on, on the, like, uh, just on the point here, but what's the average home sale right now? It's about four twenty. So you're, you're selling your home, for about $420,000. The cost, the peace of mind to move to that next home, our average is about, for a local move, is about Mm 2,000. So for that peace of mind to know, A, everything is gonna be covered and protected, and you don't have to take the shortcuts to try to do the stuff, to to do the service yourself, I think it's worth it. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think it's the, it's a right, it's it's the right choice and, and, uh, you know, you should be excited about the next place you're going to. Right. Not constantly concerned about Worrying getting about the stuff that. from A to B. Well, there's plenty of people who are cost minded. So it's, what goes it, into that? Yeah. And yeah. so they're, they're going to look and hopefully get quotes. Right. When you do this virtual tour or this in-person tour and you're evaluating the house, what goes into the pricing structure of what you see? It's, it's based on the location. So if there's if there's multiple stairs or long walks, could be elevators involved. Um, there's different approaches. We, we typically don't charge on an hourly basis. Most competitors do, and we can. We can provide an hourly quote. Our niche, what we provide, is a quote based on what we see mm. and an itemized list of what you tell us that you need moved or, and or packed. And that's what we believe you can look at and when it comes to moving day assuming that nothing has changed that all the items that you stated were going to move move the price won't change and that's where we can be transparent and that's really important in our vision and uh, with with our company is that we want transparency to be 
to be there in front of you. Mm -hmm. When it comes to an hourly quote, well, it just depends on how slow or how fast the team is. Maybe somebody has a bad day running kind of behind. (laughs) Maybe the crew is, you know, has one less person or one more person. Hourly costs can change Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we specific, we, we, we like to be transparent. Uh, with people. So it's like, if you're moving 10 boxes and three chairs, here's the cost. Mm. Not, this could take one to three hours. Right. Right. Good. And so, but it, it, but the answer to your question overall, the pricing is stems from not just the location specifics, but the amount of items. Uh And so when you're looking at that, you you evaluate that and then you give the quote and the price. And then I know you and mover dudes, you're going to stick to your schedule and stick Mm -hmm. to your timing. Um, that's probably another whole episode, I think, of the scheduling and all the behind the scenes inter- that goes into oh, that. Gosh, you know, yes. it just, it, it's oh. got to be a challenge, I'm sure. Of it just, is because things change, yeah. too. So, you know, we get calls the day before, a couple of days before, that they have to change their date because something came up, whether it be with their closing or Just blame us event. realtors, you know, right. the closing date changed <laughs> because, you know, our vacation hit and we want to move the right, date or whatever. Right. Sure, yeah, blame us. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, per, you know, life happens yeah. and things change and all of a sudden you go to push the next week and and then yes uh that that could be a week that's very heavily um loaded as far as the schedule is concerned so you try to figure out how you can make it happen because you know you want your client to be taken care of and in some cases that may mean that you you refer them to another local company that you trust will do as as good mm. of a job as you will do mm. which is always a challenge because even if you explain to a client that you can't help them but here's a couple recommendations. It, it just as a referral that you may give as a realtor mm-hmm. for any type of service, like that still can come back on you, even yeah. though you didn't do anything. You're yeah, just yeah. trying to help. Yep. And we've had that happen before. Like, here's a couple choices. We can't help you. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's a couple choices of people that we know are, you know, are out there doing the right thing every day. Mm-hmm. And then in the event that it doesn't happen well, they can come back on you, upset with you. But at the end of the day, you you got to get out yeah. and you got to either do it yourself or you have somebody else do it. Sounds like spoken from experience. Yes, but, yes. <laughs> so let's just summarize this. I want to just have you share just a few tips with um, our audience. I've already gleaned a few of them already, you know, capturing kind of your expensive items, documenting those. Mm-hmm. I heard you say something about maybe make a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some things that I think that you can suggest that people can do in advance to help make the move easier and more effective. So what else can you think of at the top of your head that you would suggest people can do to help make your job easier? Uh, clear all the items that need to be out of the way, out of the way. So if there's on moving day when we come in, if there's anything that's not being moved or like for instance, animals, uh, which, <laughs> sure. which there are companies out there that do transport animals. So that is a thing. <laughs> um, but we don't, uh, so make sure, make sure everything is out of the way so we can get in and do our job. Um, if you're, if you are choosing to pack on your own, mm-hmm. make sure that, make sure that you are label the boxes correctly as to where you want them to go. Mm-hmm. And most people will label it like little Johnny's room or Sally's room, um, which is fine. Um, in, in, as long as you're there on the unload to point us in the right mm, direction, mm-hmm. but that's really important too. Um, when you're doing the, the labeling and the boxing yourself to make sure that you're preparing for when we get to the next location. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, um, if your next location is smaller, what is your plan for the extra items that you have? Do you mm-hmm. have a garage? Do you need to put some stuff in storage? You know, things like that. Do you have a basement? So 
um, those are those are little little tips about getting prepared. Um, updating your moving consultant. Your moving consultant is a person that you that that comes out to your home or does the virtual interview with you. Make sure to keep them up to date. They're gonna they're gonna reach out to you to ask if anything has changed, but make sure that they're aware of any changes that happen because when it comes to move day, that's what makes it go so smoothly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because things will change, updates will happen. You think that you're gonna sell at a at a yard sale fifty percent of your items, but uh, the yard sale didn't go as well. They're so, coming with me. Yeah, they're coming with me. So yeah, just <laughs> um, you know, communication isn't that like a big term standard pretty standard in in, in any industry yeah Yeah, that's helpful no that's good and and so once you you've taken items from point a to point b for customers um and all the work is done um then you are going to be looking for referrals and you're going to be working around town to say okay um you know what other work is there how do you go out there and, and try to get that business? Because I want to help you out. Mover Dues is amazing. And and so what you have done for us and our clients, my own family, has been um, what we would expect. So how do you go out there and try to spread the word on um, you know what Mover Dudes is all about? Great question. Community events uh, are, are very important to us uh, as far as... it course when we when we move someone we follow up with them to see how the move went and ask them if they know anyone else that's moving that we Mm -hmm. can help with Mm -hmm. Um, most of our advertising is done online Uh, we have noticed a trend in trying to give our information to clients that have their home listed that by the time the postcard gets to you to let you know we're here Mm. you may already have it listed and and already started the research Mm -hmm. to to find a company so we try to be and I think we do a, a decent job with it that when you go to find it, whether you go online or uh, through social media or through a search engine or you go to a friend and family, we hope that we're connected uh, an, enough that you'll you'll know that we're out there. And it's still a good a good policy to get three estimates. And we've seen those those trucks out there. There's plenty That's of right. movie trucks. There's you know, plenty of branding them. all yes. all around town. And um, yeah, I love it. So give us the details of how to get in touch with you guys specifically, because um, I'm sure there's plenty of our listeners who might be moving soon or might have friends. Who well, are we'd love soon. to help. We do. Um, it's it's our favorite thing. You know, I started the industry. In 2000, and started this company in 2006, and my tagline was always, "I uh, get paid to help people. I uh, get get paid to work out uh-huh. and help people." Yep. and that's it. Still is like that today, and it's and so to be able to reach us, go to MoverDudes.com. <clears throat> you can go to our Facebook page, uh, which is MoverDudes Facebook page. Sure, uh, pretty simple. Uh, and you can also reach us by phone at 540-450-0770. We're located, we have two warehouses, one in Clearbrook and mm-hmm. one in, one uh, here in Winchester. Yep. Uh, so we can also store the items as well as move them from house to house. And I love how you we started out by talking about how valuable it is to use local mm-hmm. movers. And so you guys are... You are our local movers here. Absolutely. Mover dudes. Um, John and I, local from Winchester as well. So, yep, born and raised. Thank you so much for being here. And again, to our listening audience, if you didn't get a chance to hear John in the previous episode, you get a chance to hear more about his company history, which is fascinating. So, go back to episode 10. John, thank you so much. You're the man. Appreciate it.
Well, thank you so much, John. You are a wealth of knowledge, and I love just connecting with you and chatting. You know, we can talk for hours, and I know you can definitely talk for days about moving. So thank you for keeping it brief and succinct for us, John. <laughs> You're the best. Um, and, and Madison, I know that, yes, we talked in the beginning. You're on your way um, of packing and moving, and you're now rethinking the process of maybe hiring somebody because doing oh, it yourself is a pain, I'm sure. 100%. If yep. I don't buy all new furniture, <laughs> I will not be doing it. <laughs> and then you'll probably need to go get a few more um, leads for clients to uh, pay for those bills too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Great times. Great times. Great times. Well, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to see what life brings to you, but let's talk about life in Winchester this weekend. What do you see coming yes, up? Yes, we've got some fun events. So on July 29th, The Bright Box is hosting a comedy night featuring Dan Frigolet from 7 to 8.30. And then the one I'm most excited about mm -hmm. on July 30th, Megan Maroney will be doing a show on the Warren County Fairgrounds. That will be from 7.30 to 10.30. Are you a country girl? I am. Okay. I asked Mark right before this. Yeah. I said, are you excited? No. And he said, no. Don't. First of all, sorry, don't know who that is. She Second sings of all, Tennessee Orange. It's like the biggest song right now. And I play it on repeat every okay. day and I drive everyone crazy. And I will be at the beach for that, and I'm highly considering pushing my trip to see her. Okay, you should do, so, you should do that. If anybody you, wants to go see Megan Maroney, I probably will be there. Awesome. Um, and then on August 4th, the Old Town Spirit on the first Friday of every month is going to start. Hmm. It's the Old Town Winchester becomes an immersive gallery where visitors to the historic business district can shop, dine, stroll while taking local art, live music, and artisan crafts. Artists will be on site to show their works and wares in free open air concerts at the Taylor Pavilion. Yeah. yeah. Make this perfect chance to come down and experience the old town, all that old town has to offer. I love that cool little spot there, Taylor Pavilion. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's fun. Live music, artists, shop, dine, stroll. Yeah. And perfect. then the Shenandoah Valley Discovery Museum will offer free admissions on the first Friday as well from five to seven. Old Town Spirits will be in effect during this event from five to 10. So mm -hmm. adults can enjoy a drink while mm -hmm. they stroll. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Partnership with the, the Discovery Museum is always a great thing. Yeah. First Fridays, stuff's happening. It's right around the corner, not That's too exciting. far away. So I'm excited because next week we get our lovely Megan Eanes back in the studio. Um, we're going to have some chats with her and talk a little bit about what does it look like to hire a real estate agent and what to look for when you do that. So that will be interesting to get her back in the studio and hear of all of her, uh, her fun escapades that we have been missing since yeah. the last, and maybe eventually we can have all three of us together. That could be an opportunity. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that iconic talk, people. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode. And we hope you learned something from today's episode. And hopefully we will definitely share more with you even next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Yes, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And we would love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can tell them that we can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, subscribe, subscribe subscribe do it thanks to our editor extraordinaire Sydney Vitalia and to our social media team Liz Gordon until next time thanks iconic